Hi, welcome to another episode of the F1 Grid View. Uh, today we'll be reviewing the uh, Montreal Canadian Grand Prix. Uh, Mika, first thoughts. It was pretty good. I mean, there were a lot of things happening with the penalties, drivers starting from behind, a uh, few drivers in the beginning fighting for the first position right from the first lap, which of course didn't happen, but yeah, it was nice. I, everybody was looking forward to the Fernando Alonso dive bomb into turn one and getting ahead of Max, but yeah. Max got a really good start and I think he just breezed past. His start was brilliant. Yeah. I really loved it. So he just got a fantastic start and he just breezed past and there was no coming back. So yeah, let's let's start from the beginning. Uh, what did you think of who was your favorite driver of the race? Driver of the race, I would say Max. I mean, he did a pretty good job. That's true. Even in the last 20 laps after the safety car, when there was a very good possibility of, you know, Sainz being able to overtake, there were quite a few chances that he could have even overtaken, but yeah. he still managed to you know, keep him behind. Yeah. Uh, something else I really was found interesting was this was Fernando Alonso's first time on the front row since the 2012 German Grand Prix. Yeah. And uh, he did that time also coincidentally come P2 uh, after uh, Sebastian Vettel, who was the reigning champion in the Red Bull, came P1. So a nice bit of deja vu for, for him. But yeah, that's a long, long time, like 10 years gap between his last uh, podium qualifying finishes. <laughs> He also managed to get more than 2,000 points. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That is... That is 2002 cool. now. Yeah. But, like, speaking of Alonso also, like, he, it was a good race for him. No, the race was actually not very good. He got stuck behind uh, yeah. Ocon for a while. Uh, also received a five-second penalty and one penalty point for weaving on the straights. That got him down to P9 behind Botas and uh, Yang Zhu. So, yeah, yeah. That, that left a little bit of a bad taste, I think. But... Uh, yeah, but yeah, he actually had a pretty solid weekend. His race wasn't that great, but his qualifying was really good. Yeah, they have a really good qualifying pace, the Alpines. Um, that's that's a really plus one they've got to McLaren, who've not been able to match them at all in, in straight line speeds. Uh, speaking of qualifying, Red Bull had a huge advantage of getting their two cars in the top with uh, Charles taking out like a almost starting at the back of the grid because of his ICO and uh, uh, his engine issues and taking new engines. The fourth one, adding a fourth engine to the pool. Uh, they had a great chance, but uh, the like Perez's engine also just gave up in Q2. Yeah, after Perez's engine gave up, I was like, till the end, I just didn't want Max's engine to give up because it was like such a good race. And if then it would have given up, it would have been heartbreaking for him. Yeah. So, Perez didn't do well in qualifying and also in the race. He had a really, really, really mediocre weekend. Yeah. Uh, Carlos had a great weekend. He he qualified, uh, he qualified P3 uh, just behind his uh, Spanish mentor in Fernando Alonso. But he had a good race. He had a solid race. He was, like he himself claimed, the fastest car on the track. Uh, but... Uh, just the DRS and uh, Max Verstappen taking his elbows out and defending with all his might in the last 10 laps. Uh, those, those 15 laps after the safety car, it was just a mad dash to see who could 
who could be first and who could be second. But uh, Max held on to it and he did win, end up winning six races in a row for uh, Red Bull, which has happened for the first time, I think, after 2013. <laughs> Sebastian would just wake up and win races like that Red Bull and that Adrian Nui car was just another whole beast in itself. So, yeah. Something else I found really interesting was, uh, so Fernando's uh, has, has had a really bad race weekends, I would say. So, he's had five weekends that were imp- uh, impacted by severe power unit issues. Uh, Bahrain, he had engine issues. Saudi had engine issues. Australia, engine issues. Miami, they had a wrong strategy. Spain, they had a wrong strategy. Okay, Monaco was a clean weekend. Baku was a clean weekend. Again, he had engine issues here. So, Fernando's putting in some really, really good races, but the engine is not holding up. And something I feel is really going to hurt them is they are in talks with Williams to give Oscar Piastri a seat there. And Mercedes wants to drop a customer team. And they are trying to get them a good deal on the Renault engines and get Piastri's seat. And like the issues they've had this year, if I was Williams, I don't know if I would be like 100% sure of the engines. Yeah, I mean, that was just like right now because you don't know your engine is good enough. And then you're trying to give it to another team. And it's just crazy. Yeah, but Mercedes do want to drop one customer team because it's not proving any, uh, it's not doing yeah. them any financial benefit. So maybe if they are looking for somebody like the Ferrari engine isn't doing that great either, and Red Bull is not going to give their powertrains to a third-party customer. I don't think so as yet. And for Ferrari has the most DNFs and the most issues this year in the engine, so their best bet would be a uh, Renault, who's at least, at least consistently they've had a great straight line speed, both the Alpines. So maybe that's yeah. something they're looking at, which will help them. Uh, something else that I was watching the post-race show after the, the post-race show and uh, Esteban Ocon said that they were just joking and they were talking about something going wrong in uh, Magnuson's car ahead. And I think the Haas were also listening to his team radio and they made him tweet. And, Alonso, uh, and Ocon and his, his radio engineer were just laughing at how smaller small the issue was and they got Magnus into pit and ruined his race completely I feel at that point because it was too early to stop and uh, I mean I don't I won't say it was like something very uh, badly done but uh, I mean if you don't know what's wrong with your car and you make your driver pit I don't think anybody else is to be blamed yeah I'm it's like they were having a pretty good weekend but then it all went downhill. Yeah, like what a beautiful qualifying for both the Husk and then yeah. P17 and a DNF. That's really not good. Uh, something else I found really interesting was after this podium, Charles Leclerc has lesser podiums than Carlos Sainz in this year's season. Carlos has had more That's podiums true. than Charles. Yeah. That's just sad. Yeah. And that just shows and- how badly unreliable the Ferrari car has been. I think the most beautiful thing that came out was the points gap. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so many of these conspiracy theories also going around that how Perez was given a faulty engine and a car just so that Max would have a better lead. I mean, see, we've had those since the time like Perez had a botched pit stop. Yep. Or whatever it is. At this point, you know, we are blaming Red Bull because we know Perez is a really good driver. And yeah. he can, you know, but get... But not really. I was not very impressed with his uh, free practice 1, 2 or 3. 
he's never actually done well on the canadian track yeah. before so maybe that Not this week yeah. yeah maybe that just could yeah. be yeah that could be a reason for this weekend but like you know the previous weekends we have seen since the time he has got her into the championship fight he's yeah. not have been having that great races that's true as you yeah uh so let's let's see how our qualifications panned out uh we had we had some interesting results you interesting news before the qualifying that yuki sonoda and charles will both start from the back of the back of the pack uh, because they took the penalties so they both just got on track to qualify for sunday not like qualify ahead and uh, charles put in a good lap just so that he could start ahead of yuki uh, so people out in q3 it wouldn't have made that bigger difference for him because he yeah, did manage to far superior like, yeah he was in yeah. a car so yeah so people who were out in q1 were both the aston martins and sebastian vettel and lance stroll the homeboy canadian boy nicolas latifi as well yuki sonoda and yeah. charles leclerc the most surprising thing was how strong vettel was in free practice 3 that morning yeah and just getting really you know looking forward to seeing him in the top 5 yeah but uh, yeah the tires didn't get warm enough i think uh, mike rack the team the, uh, the team the team leader the team director blamed uh, the tire pressure not being uh, the right level because of which they both the cars did uh, did end up just getting out of q q1 itself um yeah so the q1 was a pretty i mean uh, even like they they were blaming the temperatures of the track like you know fp3 was in rain and that at that time all the car, like both the aston martins had been performing really well right. and FP3 was the same weather as FP1 if i'm not wrong yeah. and at that time also Aston Martin didn't do as good so that's what they were blaming that you know if it would have been a wet quali then they would have performed pretty good yeah so to uh, we had Valtteri Bottas Alex Albon Sergio Perez Lando Norris getting out of this uh, basically and Pierre Gasly sorry uh, uh, basically Lando Norris had a PU issue and perez was i think there was 6 minutes to go and perez was p7 and he just crashed out uh, yeah. so so then he was really easily overtaken but both the alphas sorry botas was outperformed by his teammate yes botas was but like hardly by any seconds but yeah but he's yeah. been he's been really good i am really impressed by this young chinese driver it's just that he's not had a, he's not had this clean run and not made it to the finish line but otherwise he's been really really good so yeah that's what i was seeing like uh, in the pre race uh, you know the pre race part where they were taking interviews and stuff and that time i realized that you know he's been a pretty consistent driver he's been pretty good like he's not been he, that regular paid drivers that we've seen like as the likes of yeah. or or latifi but he's been actually really putting in some serious steps and the car's not been very reliable so they obviously that's not that's going to affect badly the ferrari engine so and uh, uh, daniel ricardo made it to q3 uh, once one small hope of shine for mclaren they did at least they didn't make it there uh, the biggest i feel the biggest loser tag or the biggest person to a gamble was george russell yeah. who put in softs and came out with 6 minutes to go and it really was not 
it was not by the first uh, first off everybody was on inters at that point and uh, he was p3 when he when he put in his first christian crashing down i think it was still drizzling at that point so the uh, track was a little wet yeah. and i don't think softs would have been a good choice yeah, which we he, saw it if he did if he did like play the gamble well he would have definitely finished on pole because the the timing this, differences this reminds me of um, lando, lando not yes lando russia uh, last year that was that was hurtful that was for the race win this he was just gambling to get pole so yeah so fernando put in a fantastic final lap and got himself to p2 uh, carlos finished p3 lewis p4 who had a great qualifying again uh, after the issues they had on friday and the car looked undrivable i thought they would finish p12 13 14 yeah. and getting into p4 was fantastic both the hasses outshone them their car like it, they really drove out their skins to get to p5 and p6 it was the it was mixed best ever qualifying uh esteban ocon was p7 and a pole sitter was was max verstappen so yeah a lot of people had issues if like had issues and thoughts if max could actually win this race because charles was not on pole but he yeah. did end up he did end up winning the race with himself on pole yeah i mean he's a world champion you can't you know think of all this now especially with that car he's got there is no way uh i mean engine might not be reliable but the car is car is the, even the engine might start getting more reliable because they had issues in the start of the year yeah, it, it may not be reliable for perez yeah they made the, yeah <laughs> might not be for perez but it will be for max yeah. Yeah. it will make sure so okay. yeah uh coming to our uh, championship points how we see our uh, qualifying standings uh charles leclerc still on on p1 like he's done so well in qualifying he's had four back to back uh poles and like he obviously didn't get any points because he missed out completely uh he's been really well something i really feel very interesting is Hulkenberg qualified above Latifi in the race, so like we made fun of Mazepin being twenty-first, uh, the twenty-first driver in a race of twenty drivers. Latifi is doing yeah. the same thing, and I really don't see him coming back next year or at all to F1 because of how yeah, Austria Priestry's rumors are going. So yeah, let's see how that goes. And I mean, which is why everyone wanted to vote him as the driver of the day, which yeah, in his home ground, home thing. Yeah, they so were like, you know, might be a little bit of joy for yeah. him. Yeah, there were there are very there were very strong rumors that he would be replaced mid-season also. Uh, that Piastri might start driving from Silverstone, but I don't think that is very likely. So. Yeah, I mean, there are no official news as well. Like by this time, I think Silverstone news would be official. Yeah. and it is only 12 days to go yeah so yeah let's see how our race panned out like we spoke before uh uh lewis and uh, russell were left to fight for their for themselves i thought in towards the end but when they put pit both of them together and they pit hamilton before russell i thought that decision was very clear that they were they did want hamilton to win maybe it's just uh, some boost in his just to boost his spirits or uh, just to just to tell him yeah. sorry for how badly they 
they've built a car like how Toto complaining last week or a shit box he was driving and things like that. But I mean, what a comeback that is! Like from not being able to get out of your car because of the bouncing to finishing P3, I thought it was a fantastic job by by Lewis yeah. and by by Mercedes as well. And like we've seen George, you know, outshine him the whole season, yeah. like almost the whole season until now. And yeah. then seeing him up on the podium was just really good. Yeah. So our, 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 the lineup was, the finishing lineup was Max Verstappen P1, Charles P2, followed by Lewis on the podium. Then George, Carlos P2. Carlos P2. Carlos P2. Carlos uh, Lewis finishing P3, the final podium place, uh, followed by George Russell, Charles Leclerc, who came from P19 to P5, Esteban Ocon, who qualified behind his teammate, but did end up finishing the race ahead of Alonso. Uh, yeah. Uh, this, is actually, this is actually not correct because uh, yeah. after the penalty, Alonso did become P9 and uh, Botas finished P7, where Joe finished P8 and Alonso P9. Lance Stroll in the final laps took away the single point that McLaren and Ricardo were going to score by overtaking him, uh, yeah. getting Lance's points at his home ground, at his home uh, home track. Uh, Daniel Ricardo finishing P11 just out of the points, followed by Sebastian Vettel, Alex Albon, Pierre Gasly, Lando Norris, and Nicolas Latifi. Kevin Magnussen finishing P17. Um, three people who, fin- who did not finish the race were Yuki Sonoda, uh, who crashed right after coming out from the pit lane. Uh, his tyres were too cold, I feel, at that point, and he just went straight on. Uh, Mick Schumacher also, who had an engine issue, and Sergio Perez, who also had an engine issue. Uh, Charles took away the fastest lap. He was the fastest car that DRS... Carlos. 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 Uh, I, I want Charles, but like it is, it is Carlos. I'm sorry. Not happening. It's just not happening, Harsh. Yeah, I know. Uh, so Carlos finishing uh, finishing P2 and getting the fastest lap. He tried to overtake Max a couple of times, but it got a little close towards the end. Those last 10 laps were, I think, the most interesting yeah. of the whole race. Yeah, I think in the middle, the race went a little boring. And then again, there was you Carlos can, and uh, Max fight. Yeah, The safety car got it all equal because you knew that Max is running away with yeah. it. But... Uh, then uh, immediately Carlos could pit behind the virtual the safety car. He did yeah. get a quick uh, quick pit stop. The pit strategies that Carlos had were really good. Yeah, they were really good. Like Ferrari's master plan finally yeah. did did work. Not for not for Charles, but for Carlos. So yeah. At this point, they need anyone of the drivers to work. Yeah, I don't think they're winning the constructions at all. Constructors at all because of how. Well, Red Bull has done the last six races. Unless Red Bull has like four or five DNFs. Yeah, a double DNF there too. Like they need some double DNFs. Yeah. It was. Uh, so yeah, moving on. Let's uh, let's see how our how how the race progressed for all our drivers. Uh, yes, me. I think the best progression is Charles. Of course. From P nineteen to beautiful. There's those yeah. red line starting from P. 19 just cascading down he got stuck behind uh, the uh, the Aston Martins for a while and he didn't want to pit nor did the Aston Martins want to pit and he just kept kept staying behind first behind Vettel then yeah. behind uh, Stroll and then finally he did pit and then he then it became easier for him to overtake on the fresh tires yeah, yeah. Uh, like 
the most consistent one was our race winner max verstappen he did ended up leave, uh, leading the free practice one and two and three he led every uh, qualifying q1 q2 q3 got the got the race and also just missed out on the fastest lap otherwise it would have been a perfect perfect weekend for him but i, I think, think now he was like trying to make up for the first two three bad races yeah. and he was like now i'm back now i don't see anyone else winning. but he's been very consistent that is how a champion drives yeah. he's, he's not he's not taking the unnecessary risks think, taking last year he's just more calm yeah. more composed you see here on the side of him He's he's having fun in the interviews. I love the crack he took at Lewis. What I've realized is that last year, for all these interviews, there was always some grudge against Max yeah. and Lewis. But this time, no matter who wins after the race, all the like podium drivers are just laughing amongst themselves, yeah, which is like really good. It's been a good. It's been a good. Uh, but yeah. I think I think as the season goes goes deeper, we might. we might see uh, more yeah. cracks in case if max doesn't run away with it which he looks like he is running away with the championship right now but if if charles comes back into this fight you might see a different side of it who knows you might think christian honor again getting very vocal about things uh, things going wrong so yeah, yeah. Never, so I let's mean, see where max has had i think around 53 50 four races by now which yeah. he's been on top 2 if he's not dnf yeah. and that's like really good that's extremely extremely well done yeah yeah let's see how it goes through the rest of the season let's see if they do get more bitter uh yeah see how are seeing how our pit stops are going uh some were really really uh, really really out there pit stop strategies like stroll putting in a one stopper pitting behind the safety car and then uh Ricardo doing a two stopper and then losing his time there. Verstappen also doing yeah. a two stopper, pitting very early in the first uh, virtual safety car. Same uh, similarly, Hamilton also. Uh, I, I think, think the race was deciding... up in the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah. I think one of the race deciding st- or race ruining pit stops was the McLaren pit stop. Uh, Ricardo yeah. having an extremely slow pit stop and not trying to get his right. Is a right front tire in, and then double stacking it with Norris, already making him wait for Ricardo's long pit stop and not having tires at all. Yeah, I I felt so bad for him when you know he said in the interview that you know what went wrong in your race. He is like there were no tires. You need tires to uh, drive a car, and I was just like, no. Uh, but he's been very savage. He's been he's been very vocal about the team not doing well. About their team not having more improvements, just being negative about the team. Yeah, that's not really negative if he's being very honest about it. But they really ruined yeah. his race with that pit stop. He's just showing how it is, and yeah. he can't blame it on anything else at this point because it's the team that needs to improve. Of course not. That that was a really really shabby pit stop, which cost him the race itself. Not yeah. cost him the race, but like he would still, I would possibly try to still be in the points. But that that really was not was not what he was was not ideal what what happened. Uh, so let's see where are where the championship stands. Let's see how big a lead Max has. Wow, that's a lead and a half. Yeah, I think the only reason uh, Leclerc has caught up is because Perez had the DNF. Yeah. Otherwise, that would have that would have still been a ten bad. points or so, and that would still look like a thirty yeah. point lead. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Hamilton is coming into his own. Uh, Valtteri Bottas too. Uh, so Valtteri Bottas is on forty six, which is a very 
very very high points for i think for alpha which is really good uh daniel ricardo is missing out of the top yeah, 10 both the alpines doing really well yeah uh fernando alonso breaking into the top 10 uh perez getting no points this race which is going to affect his championship uh, if he was looking forward as to being a very successful uh, for him to be a successful season uh, similarly russell also mr saturday turning to, into mr sunday's getting his consistent top 5 finish consistent so yeah just fabulous he's been consistent on saturdays as well so it's mr consistent yeah. now consistent now okay we'll keep that we'll keep it that way uh, another interesting uh, stat that we had was how the uh, the championship looked after the uh, after the first uh, after the canadian the first eight races as such um very very obvious emissions are ricardo and gasly and vettel not being there this year where they were last year with the alpines making it in uh, ricardo's not had a great year he had a really he had a very mediocre year last year but it's just got even worse this time um, norris yeah. uh, but the car also hasn't been doing well norris was p4 after this at this point yeah. last year he's fallen but to- you know norris is still performing pretty recently again ricardo's had more issues than norris with his car so that is also one thing that we can blame for him not performing that well another fun stat here is before at this point uh, russell had zero points to his name in his f1 career and now he has <laughs> 111 at this point uh, so yeah we we in still in one season uh, yeah so that is that is actually pretty commendable uh he's been very consistent in a, it's not been a great car or a easy car to drive but he's not really well for himself so let's see how our constructors championship looks like at this point uh oh god red bull is just running away with this uh ferrari did make up some ground because uh, they got both their uh, drivers in the points in like in the high top 6 points uh red bull had only max verstappen giving them 25 not even a fastest lap point so Ferrari did well. Uh, Mercedes are showing signs of improvement. So if they do actually catch up, they might end up finishing P2. Also, if Ferrari keeps uh, having issues with their engine, that's only if Ferrari has engine issues. Because yeah. I think if at this point Ferrari continues to be consistent, then Mercedes has no other option than P3. Yeah, but Mercedes is looking as a good car, and they know they know what their capacity is. like another example was just this actually what happened here uh, where max and lewis came out together from the pits and lewis went for it and kept holding his position but as soon as it came to whether whether they could show their raw speed lewis knew there was there was no match to red bull he knew he had to salvage points for himself mm-hmm. so he just let let the red bull through so if they do understand where their limits are and how well they can tackle this i think they will they could make a make a chance for p2 uh at the end of the season on finally max has uh, gotten in the top 9 of yeah. the most formula wins and that's like really good yeah it he's been asked about this he was very modest he said they do have uh, more races exactly. compared to everybody else so maybe that's that's just easier but like yeah it's still it's still a very big achievement even if even if we are seeing that they are having more races uh, when you go to see his consistency has been flawless so whether it is um, when you say take the age 
as the consideration when he's become the youngest yeah. at that time he blame you know the amount of races but right now when we are seeing him in this when all the drivers are just listed at that point it's not the races because he's been consistent for quite some time that and is. at this point it's like amazing it is actually fantastic uh lewis is on another level michael had 91 also in a very dominant car uh, so i think honor and uh, newy and uh, red bull are giving him that package where he can actually fight i think if he stays around for another 10 years which he easily will uh, he will take lewis yeah. he will take lewis out because they are having 22 to 23 races a year and lewis obviously didn't have that to start off with so yeah i think he could he can take over Okay. So moving on no. to our final segment. Uh now we race sorry we rank the race drivers uh on the whole weekend that starts from uh, free practice 1 2 3 and qualifying and the race. Uh we rank them out of 10. We'll start from the bottom. Uh from the bottom. Sergio Perez. Um 3.5 4. Yeah, I mean nothing much he okay he did screw up his qualifying. but then the race was really very okay like the engine gave up so not really his fault but yeah a 3 and a half four 3 3 and a half four um mick had uh, a fantastic uh, qualifying no, maybe, yeah really good qualifying but then the engine gave up i think a 7 uh, definitely 7.5 because like getting p6 uh, and a half is something different yeah i agree you can- he's not he's not come in q3 as many times as kevin yeah. has so yeah, that plus plus is just brilliant absolutely he had uh, 3.54 yeah i agree nothing to show much of this three point yeah kevin uh, kevin also had a very 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 good qualifying uh, messed up his strategy in the race messed up with the uh, with the uh, ocon and the car going wrong issues and all uh, i think a 5 and a half 6 because it was not really the car's fault which because of which we gave make a higher rating so yeah six latifi is yeah. uh, 18 to 20 like a mediocre race a four and a five lando also a four and a five because there was nothing he specifically did wrong but the car was in shambles so we don't even know how to rank him he didn't get a yeah. he didn't get a good run in qualifying or in the race for him for us to actually judge his race pace i thought uh gasly again he didn't get into q3 so very mediocre four and a half yeah gasly yeah. uh, didn't get into q3 alex albon sorry uh, but he had uh, yeah sorry albon uh, decent 3.5 yeah, four into q2 so a five and a half six with williams yeah uh, uh, definitely yeah. uh vettel had a good fp3 but that doesn't count as such Yeah, so not, doesn't convert to anything. Four point five. Four point five. Daniel had uh, a good qualifying, got to Q three, yeah. uh, but a very mediocre race. Nothing much to show off there. The car didn't really have pace, so a five, five and a half. Uh, yes. Yeah. Lance uh, also Lance did well. Did well in the race. Not did did not uh, doing well in the qualifying. Yeah. Uh, five and a half, six again for him. Just getting into the points, just for that. Uh. uh Sure, really well. Brilliant weekend. 
Yeah, he qualified, uh, out qualified good Bottas. Quality, good quality, out qualified his teammate, got into points. So yeah. 8.5? I think so. Uh, it is, I, I think that's the highest he could get in an alpha. Finished P8. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Valtteri also pretty similar, just just a point less maybe for for. Uh, yeah. yeah. So seven and a half, seven. Uh, Alonso, Alonso had a good quality, but not that good a race. I think so the engine was blamed also, so I would like I would still give him a solid eight. I feel. Yeah, I think a seven for me. Yeah. Okay. Esteban Ocon. Ocon uh, again, a seven, like a solid race, a solid. Uh, seven and a half, eight also maybe. Uh, Charles took the engine penalty, uh, got through everybody and got himself up to P5. So I think a solid eight and eight and a half for a good yeah, solid eight and a half performance. Nine for me. Yeah. Uh, George had a decent quality messed up. Gambled the himself in the quality, so yeah. like we don't know where to give him points strategy, but he did he did do well in the race. So seven and a half, yeah, seven and a half. Yeah, so six and a half, seven. Yeah, I would. Lewis, uh, star P4, ended up in, on the podium. A solid eight, eight and a half, nine. Solid eight and a half, nine, just because yeah. of good he was. Carlos is a nine. He yeah. had an amazing weekend. The last 20 laps were just brilliant. Yeah, but he really just, I don't know, I thought he was waiting for Max to make a mistake, not making the move himself, where I would just like deduct half a point, maybe like. He should have just gone for it, uh, not waited for Max to make a mistake. And you know at this point that Max is not a driver who makes that many mistakes. He's aggressive, he but he's very calculated. Mistakes. He doesn't make mistakes. So you can't yeah. keep waiting for Max to make mistakes. Yeah. So eight and a half. Uh, yeah. I think, I think um, if you're looking for Max a 10, this is the 10. Like, he didn't put a step wrong. He was... But uh, one thing, I want to cut a point five for the fastest lap. I mean, he was defending at that point, and the Ferrari was the quicker car with fresher tires. Yeah. I know, I know, he was he was not going to go for the fastest lap. He was obviously going to be more defensive because he knew Carlos was on fresher tires and on the faster yeah. car. So I mean, this would have been the point where Red Bull would have made uh, Perez pit in the end. Get the fastest lap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fair enough. So he didn't have Perez yeah. to do that for him. So yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, that's been us for the Canadian Grand Prix. It was I am looking forward to Silverstone yeah. one for Jehan Darwala. Yeah. And two because uh, last uh, time uh, Silverstone was given. He's not racing in the he's not racing in the race. Yeah, but F uh, FP is still. Oh he's not racing in FPs also. He's he's racing Sorry. right. He's racing testing, no? No, he's racing like pre the whole this thing. He's not yeah. racing anywhere. Okay, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, good, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's it from us from the Canadian Grand Prix. We're excited for Silverstone next week. Uh, our fellow Indian driver is testing this week for uh, McLaren at Silverstone. Like Mika said, how excited she's about that. And uh, yeah, that's it for us from this week. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, Mika. Bye.